Hey, what's up, you guys? This is Bert. I'm the lead pastor at True North Community Church. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. I'm going to have a little something to say to you at the end, but for now, let's dive in. All right, this is week two in a message, two in a message series called The Missing Peace. Uh, and if you were here for week one, you heard us dive into a little bit uh, about how peace isn't found in the absence of our problems. Peace is found in the presence of God. That's where we went to last week. And that's, that's important because some of us live our lives, and there are some of you like right now, some of you are in the room right now thinking, oh, it'll all be fine as soon as this is over. As soon as we get done with this, as soon as I get, get through this thing, I'll get back to normal. As soon as I get through this, then things will settle down. As soon as I get this problem solved, then it'll all be okay. And I don't know if you guys have noticed, but life is basically a never-ending series of, as soon as this is over, then things will get back to normal. Have you observed that? That's how it goes, right? So you're here thinking, oh, as soon as I could get this thing settled, as soon as I get this debt paid off, as soon as this uh, medical issue clears up, as soon as this court thing adjudicates in my favor, uh, as soon as I lose 20 pounds, as soon as I find a husband, as soon as I find a wife, as soon as I hit this financial goal, as soon as I get that promotion, I mean, fill in the blank, whatever it might be, there's always another thing that as soon as this, some of you are right now thinking, as soon as the holiday's over, I'm gonna be perfect, right? So there's always like one more thing to get through before you can be okay, and the truth is, okay, as we understand it, peace, shalom in our hearts, isn't found in the absence of all of our problems. It's found in the presence of God. That was what we kind of landed on last week, and if you weren't here, I want to encourage you to go ahead and dial it up online and and listen to it. Uh, It it may help you uh, get through this season a little bit. Today we're looking at a different kind of missing piece, and we're going to ask a very, very important question, uh, a question that I suspect I already know the answer to. Uh, How many of you, raise your hand if you have in your family or your immediate circle of friends, someone who is difficult to love? Anybody? Yeah, most of you, a bunch of you. How many, okay, wow, a lot. How many of you are sitting next to someone who is difficult to love? Anybody, yeah, a few of you looking right and left, I like it. Um, Some of us have somebody in our family who's difficult to love. You know what I'm talking about. Somebody who just is always provoking an argument. Somebody who's always like like poking the bear. Somebody who's always trying to like drop a bomb or bring up some unwanted conversation topic or someone who just brings offense. Someone who is offensive. We're all related to somebody that we have different views with. We're all related to somebody who thinks differently or, or maybe it's at work or school or wherever it may be. But we're all, we all interact with people who don't always operate the way we do. And man, it just, it feels right now, I don't know if you guys agree with this or not, it feels like, like given the, 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 the season we're in, and I don't mean Christmas, I mean like the post-COVID uh, political landscape of the world being what it is today season, it feels like somebody took the, the crazy knob and cranked it way up. Anybody, like, the crazy got cranked way up right now. Like, it's just, we're in a world, and, and, and we live, tell me if you disagree with this or not, we live in a world of perpetual offense. Have you observed? Everybody's always offended all the time. There's always somebody ticked off at somebody, right? Uh, there's just, everyone's offended. And it's not just that we're, we're displeased with something or, or we found that offensive. It's that we're outraged. 
It's like outrage is the new thing. It's not just that it was offensive. We are outraged that a person could say this or that a person could do this or that a person could think this. And we live in an age of perpetual offense. And there are going to be people in your life, particularly around Christmas, who bring that and who crank that up and push that into your personal sphere. So what we're going to try to drill down into today is simply this. And if you have to leave early uh, and you need to sum up this sermon in one sentence, here it is. Being offended is inevitable. Living offended is a choice. Being offended is inevitable. Living offended is a choice. Now, let's, let's say that together. We'll put that up on the screen. One, two, three. Being offended is inevitable. Living offended is a choice. It's, it's a choice. You don't have to live offended. You have a choice to operate otherwise. You could allow this person uh, with their other thinking and their other way of doing things and their offensive tendencies, you could just allow that person to exist in their personal space and actually love them even though they're trying to be offensive. And this is like a secret judo life hack. Man, if you could pull this off, dude, this is no joke. If you could pull this off, you're gonna have, you're, you will have a better Christmas, I promise you. And it's just some simple truths from scripture. They're not easy, but they're simple. Not easy to apply. So what we're going to do is I'm going to read you some verses now, and I'm going to warn you up front, you are not going to like them. Some of you are here today, and you're like, oh, just give me the word of God. Yeah, no, that's not today. You're not going to like this, okay? This is Romans chapter 12, beginning at verse 14. Here we go. <clears throat> Bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Be happy with those who are happy and weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people and don't think you know it all. Never pay back evil with more evil. Do things in such a way that everyone can see you are honorable. Do all that you can to live in peace with everyone. Okay, that's a lot, lot to unpack. These verses are easy to read but difficult to apply. Right? Bless those who persecute you. Okay, let's think on that for a minute. What does that mean? Anybody know what it's like to be persecuted? Maybe, maybe not. So let's just sub in some, a, a, a parallel concept. Bless those who troll you online. Bless those who write nasty comments on your Facebook posts. Bless those who post things about you that are clearly about you, even though they don't mention you. <clears throat> Bless those people. Well, okay, now, now if you're a believer or you're listening, you're kind of like, okay, Fine, what do I have to do? 
Well, bless them. And then it says, pray that God will bless them. So you look for a way to be a blessing to that person. And if you don't have an immediate way to be a blessing to that person, you pray that God will bless them. So you take that person. Come on, dial up the person in your head or people group, whoever it may be. This is a relative. For some of you, this is like your dad, right? Or this is like your mother-in-law or your brother or somebody right in your immediate family. And they're going to push your buttons, right? Dinner table's going to come at Christmas and they're going to push the buttons, and they're going to they're want to provoke, and they're just going to, you know, like, instigate. And, and here's what you're going to do. You're going to pray that God will bless that person. You're going to start now. God, I just pray you'll, and it's going <laughs> to, the words are not going to come easy. It may have to be like, God, just pray you'll bless that person. Pray they'll be healthy. Pray you'll bless them financially. Bless our kids. You know, like, the words may not come easily, but put them together. Get your head in that mindset. You want to pray blessings on those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Easier to curse, Adam. Bless them. Don't curse them. And then it says, weep with those who weep and rejoice with those who rejoice. We don't do that with people we disagree with. We rejoice when they weep. Right? Come on, when you're, and we, 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 we're, we're angry when they're happy, right? Come on, what happened the last time the election, the election cycle came around, right? There have been moments now in the, last, in the last election cycle where the opposition wins and you're like, ugh, curses, you know, and then, and then the, 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 they lose and they're all like weeping and you're like, <laughs> yeah, right? We, we, we experience um, a wide range of emotions. You know, we have, we have all the primary ones. If you ever saw the movie Inside Out by P the Pixar movie, you know, you understand the primary range of emotions. All my parents of little kids are nodding. You know, you got your happy and sad and angry and jealous and, you know, like these are your primary emotions. There are also, uh, there's also a wide uh, spectrum of more complex nuanced emotions. One of those emotions has an odd name. It's called schadenfreude. And you're going to think that's a made-up word, but it's not. Schadenfreude is the emotion that you experience when something bad happens to someone that you dislike. You know that, you know that emotion? Yeah, you do. Every one of you knows that emotion. You're all, that, that's that emotion when you hear that something bad happens to somebody you don't like, and you go, mm-hmm, serves you right. <laughs> that's schadenfreude. And that has no place in the life of a believer, we're called to weep with those who weep and rejoice with those who rejoice. That means, now listen up, that means we have to see past politics and see human beings. That means we have to see past politics and see human beings. Bless those, uh, bless those who persecute you. Be happy with those who are happy. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people. Ordinary people would be like other people. Don't, don't think you've got it so together. I mean, this is, this is the thing. We're so divided right now. Half of the, to, to you, if you're, if you're serious about this and, this, and politics is like something that's, that's like very, very important to you, half the country to you is just a bunch of idiots. I mean, I'm a ballpark that there's roughly the population of the United States today ballparking it. It's like 300 million people. That's 150 million people that you just waved off as stupid. That's an awfully large number of people to paint with that brush, don't you think? 
That's 150 million people made in God's image that you're just waving off as those people, those idiots. Hey, there's an arrogance to that position that offends the heart of God. Knock it off. Could I be your pastor for a minute? There's an arrogance to that position that offends the heart of God. Knock it off. That kind of thinking has no place in the life of a believer. And I get it. You're so sure you're right. But guess what? God didn't call you to be right. He called you to be loving. God didn't call you to be right. Everybody thinks they're right. Right? Yeah, and you can write somebody right out the door. I'm right, I'm right, I'm right. Some of you have ended relationships. Some of you have immediate family members that you don't talk to anymore. You know why? Because you're right. Well, congratulations on being right. You just righted somebody right out the door, and you missed the next verse. Told you you weren't going to like it. And don't think, oh no, hang on, not, 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 not that verse. The, the, I'm still in the ones I read earlier. And don't think you know it all. Did you catch that in Romans? Go ahead and look that one up and memorize it. Put that on your coffee mug. That one doesn't make it onto the bumper stickers too often. And don't think you know it all. You don't. You don't. Everybody thinks they know it all. Everybody thinks they're right. Come on, let's, let's, ask, let's ask a fun question. Ready to have a nice little fun exercise together? This will be fun. Ready? Drop this in the middle of your Christmas dinner table. Hey, guys, if Jesus were alive on the earth today, do you think he'd be a Democrat or a Republican? <laughs> what do you think? Just drop that in the middle of Christmas dinner and watch as hilarity ensues. Two seconds later, people are going to be heaving mashed potatoes at each other. Like... You can't, you can't do that, right? Why? Because every Democrat in the room is certain that Jesus would be a Democrat. And every Republican in the room would be certain that Jesus would be a Republican. And every Libertarian in the room is experiencing schadenfreude going, mm-hmm, all you jerks, you got it wrong. So, like, you have to see past the politics. You have to see past the offense. Dig it. And this is true. Nobody can offend you if you're too busy loving them to be offended. People can't offend you if you're too busy loving them to be offended. This is important. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Here we go. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he's done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. Now that sounds weird to us. It sounded weirder in the first century because a sacrifice is something that dies. Everybody in the first century understood that when you offer a sacrifice, the animal dies. There's no such thing as a living sacrifice. If it's living, you didn't sacrifice it. So a living sacrifice is something different. It's something you do ongoing. This isn't, an, a, a, this isn't a, 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 a discipline that you practice through Christmas and, and forget it. A living sacrifice means it's ongoing. It means we're called to be a continual blessing to those who are a continual problem. We're called to be a continual blessing 
to those who are a continual problem. There are going to be people in your life who are a continual problem. We're called to bless them ongoing, to keep it going, to keep moving with that, to keep on being a blessing to them. And then the, 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 the following verse, that, that verse in Romans we read earlier said, as far as it depends on you, be at peace with all people. As far as it depends on you, be at peace with all people. And this is where it gets tough, because it might not be within your power to be at peace with all people. You know why? Because it takes two people to reconcile, but it only takes one to forgive. It takes two people to reconcile. That other person might not want to reconcile with you. That other person, because of the offense, because, okay, that other person may not want to reconcile with you because they're so right. And you're obviously so wrong. And they're so right, they don't want to reconcile. What they're enjoying is that moral high ground. They're enjoying that position of, I'm right and you're wrong, or you hurt me, and I'm going to hold on to the offense, because holding on to the offense gives me the moral high ground. It gives me some power in the relationship, and I'm so, like, bankrupt that I need to hold on to that power in the relationship because it makes me feel good in some way. You might be dealing with someone thinking those kinds of thoughts, and if you are, it isn't, in, it isn't within your power to reconcile which is why you're not called to reconcile. You're called to forgive. It takes two people to reconcile. It only takes one to forgive. As far as it depends on you, be at peace with all people. So you say things like, I have no argument with you that I'm a party to. I love you. I'm sorry. I've asked for your forgiveness. I would love to have it, but I'm not going to live my life in shame because you want to hold on to this. Everybody following me? Yeah. As far as it depends on you, be at peace with all people and learn to overlook it. Like, just when they're, when they're trying to push your buttons, just come back with love. It's hard to hate somebody when you're close to them, too. Like, it's easier to hate somebody when they're far away, especially through a screen. Easier to hate somebody and wave somebody off when they're distant. But when you're eye to eye with the image of God and you're actually having a conversation with a human, it's more difficult to hate them. So this Christmas, try to listen. Like, dial in and, and dial up and get face to face with them. And, and when they throw that stuff at you, just, just get, like, get ready now. Start praying blessings over their life now. Start, who is that, that, that person that you just, like, you're going to have to have Christmas dinner with them, and you know you're just going to have to have, like, three glasses of wine before they even walk in the house. Who, that person for you is coming, right? So here's your deal. Start praying now. God, I pray that when he or she enters this house, they will just immediately feel at home and at peace and welcome. I pray they'll feel welcome here and feel loved, and every time they try to bring up the offense, you just be kind and listen and love them and just, oh, oh man, that's a really, really good point. I'm going to think about that. Hey, have you lost weight? That's an excellent point. Wow, that really is going to give me something to think about. Can I get you another hors d'oeuvre? Can I refill your drink? Can I get you something? Like, 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 just be loving and be kind. And if you, listen now, this is the secret kung fu life hack. I'm telling you, if you return love, if you overcome that vitriolic, button-pushing, I'm right and you're wrong, political nonsense with love, you will find that missing piece. You will be more at peace this Christmas than you've ever been because nobody 
nobody, because what you just did was you took away their power to offend you. Nobody can offend you when you're too busy loving them to be offended. You just love them. Just keep on loving them and loving them and loving them and loving them. And eventually, you, won't, you may not wear them down on the argument, but they'll see your integrity. And everyone, as it said in Romans, will see that your life is honorable because you're not going to get sucked into that. You're not going to be drawn into that petty nonsense. This is from the book of Proverbs, chapter 19. Sensible people control their temper. They earn respect by overlooking wrongs. Another, another uh, application says, it is the glory of a person to overlook an offense. To overlook an offense. To just overlook it. Now, being offended eventually is inevitable. It's inevitable. At some point, someone's going to say something where you just go, you have to roll your eyes. But most of the time, you have a choice with what to do with an offense. People may offer offense, but you don't have to pick it up. People may offer things that offend you, but you don't have to pick it up. At some point at the Christmas dinner table, someone's going to say something that offends you. They're just going to, it might offend you. It's on the table. You now have a choice with what to do with it. You can leave it there or you can pick it up. Everybody here knows what I'm talking about because at some point, somebody has said something that might offend you without intending to. And if somebody says something that might offend you without intending to, if they catch themselves, they say, no offense. And if you haven't been offended, you say, none. You may have offered the offense, but I didn't take it. You know, it's still there on the table. Right next to the cranberries, laying there. Yeah, you offered the offense. I just didn't take it. None taken. I'm not going to be offended by that. I'm just going to leave that there. You don't have to take offense just because someone offers it. You could be too busy loving them. Because here's the deal. Love doesn't seek to win the argument. Love seeks to preserve the, the, the relationship. Love doesn't seek to win the argument. Love seeks to preserve the relationship. And if you can, if you can set yourself up now to be a continual blessing to those who are a continual problem. <laughs> if you can set yourself up now to say, I'm simply not going to be offended by that this Christmas, or dare I say ever. This is a life hack that doesn't just work at Christmas time. This is just good forever life stuff. People are gonna, people are gonna offend you. There's gonna be, there's not, there's not gonna be any shortage of political vitriolic back and forth on Facebook or in your social media feeds. There's always going to be 150 million people that you disagree with politically if you take a strong stand on politics. But if you're walking in the kind of arrogance that makes you think you have some kind of moral high ground because you're right, you've got to get this through your head. If you're following Jesus, you weren't called to be right. You were called to be loving, to walk in humility and be a blessing to that person. And you know what happens when you seek to be a blessing to that person? God does some surgery on you. God helps you see your faults. God helps you see your shortcomings. God helps you, dare I say, he might even perhaps, at the risk of offending you, 
might help you see some of the stupidity in your point of view, because we all have it. If we can walk with him and connect with him and overlook those offered offenses and return love, we become a living sacrifice. We become an ongoing blessing to people who are an ongoing problem. And that works, because being offended is inevitable. Living offended is a choice. Choose wisely. We'll pick it up right from here next week for part three. Let's pray. Father, we love you. We love you so much, and we're so grateful for the scriptures, for this wisdom that teaches us, and we're trying. We're trying, and it's hard, because we're all pretty sure we're right, and we all love to pick a fight. We love arguments, and there's something in us that loves conflict, and even if we're conflict-averse, like, this stuff rattles us, Father, and and, and pretty soon we're going to get together and we should be celebrating and marking your advent into our lives. And instead, it's a bunch of other stuff that usually wins the day. And so we're praying now, today, that our homes will be places of peace during this holiday season. That our homes will be places of peace and love and care and sanctuary from the craziness, Father. That our homes would be places where everybody is welcome, where everyone is loved, where everyone is, is cared for. And Father, for that to happen, you might need to do some work in our lives, and so here we are inviting it. Father, if I have stuff that I need to see differently, I pray you'll bring conviction and help me to see it differently. We pray that prayer together, God. We want to see things the way you see them, and we want to see each other the way you see us. So give us eyes to see and ears to hear, and may we be a people who offer our lives as a living sacrifice, being a continual blessing to those who are a continual problem. We pray together in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks once again for taking the time to listen. It's an honor to have you with us. If you'd like to support our church financially and help us continue to put this content out there for free, that would be a really big deal to us. We're completely supported by the contributions of the people that come to our church. And if you'd like to help, you can do that online at truenorthchurch.net slash give, or you can do it with a text message. Just text the word True North to 77977 on your cell phone and you'll get a prompt leading you through how to do that. Thanks again for dialing in. See you soon. Bye-bye.